Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? The Not So Native Podcast would like to welcome back our sponsor, MLR Professional Tax and Accounting Service, 623-505-7141. MLR Professional Tax and Accounting provides personal and business tax and accounting services. Looking for help with your business or personal tax returns this year? Choose the firm we choose at the Not So Native Podcast, MLR Professional Tax and Accounting, 623-505-7141. There's never a charge to talk. Hey, welcome back to the Not-So-Native Podcast. This is Rob, and I've got my special guest host for this first four episodes, my lovely wife, Stephanie. Hi, everyone. And we are here in Williams, Arizona. We're still here, Williams, Arizona, and we are at Wild West Junction, and we are sitting with... I'm Mayor John Moore and proprietor of Wild West Junction. There you go. Thanks so much for being with us, John. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for taking the time. John was. Uh, John's got a nice, nice bar here. It was full of. Uh, are, are most of those locals or some of those tourists? You know, are... this time of year, it's mostly locals. We get a lot of tourists this time of year, but uh, in the summertime, this whole courtyard, you'd have to to see it to believe it, but it'll hold about 250 people. Wow. And during the summer nights, it's almost full every night. We get tourists from all over the world that come here and uh, enjoy Route 66 and the cowboy shows that we do here. Dude, now this is, uh, this is set up, Wild West Junction is set up to look like an old west town. It's got, uh, it's got the, uh, the cafe. And is that a working cafe right there? Yeah, this it's got a diner? working cafe there. It's got a working steakhouse back there. And then, of course, up front you just saw the saloon where we... Uh, uh, picked up these vibrations, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's right. Thank you very much, uh, by the way. Again, that's uh, a big part of it. Uh, we cater both to locals and tourists in this particular spot. The town is uh, is basically a tourism town. We get tourists from all over the world, as I told you. How long have you been mayor, John? Uh, I'm not sure. I I don't know. <laughs> Probably I don't know, ten, twelve years, something like okay. that. Okay. I don't know. Somewhere along in that neighborhood. <laughs> there you go. Clearly, clearly, you're doing a great job because Williams is still on the map, and 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 they keep, uh, they, they they seem to love you around here. Everywhere I've I've been in town, I, I mentioned that I was going to meet with the mayor, and they're like, "Oh, tell John I said hi. Tell John I said hi." So. Well, we're we're I like to call us the uh, little little town with big heart. We we of course all the locals know everybody, and and. Uh, in the peak of summer and through the summer season and the tourism season, we'll have as many as two million people pass through no here. Kidding. Wow! What's the local population? Thirty-one hundred people. No wow. kidding. How many cows? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the cows you gotta you you gotta count the legs and divide the four. You come up with a pretty good number. It won't be accurate because we've got a few three-legged cows. <laughs> How how long have you lived in this area in Williams or or in this area, and what did you do before you bought a saloon and and became mayor? 
I, uh, I've been in Williams for 33 years. I was the uh, uh, police chief and then uh, got in the entertainment business the Grand Canyon Railway and then uh, and still do that some and, and uh, then ran for mayor. Are, are you one of the train robbers? No, ma'am, I'm not a train <laughs> robber. I'm a, actually, uh, actually, my company, Wild West Adventures, uh, uh, presents the train robbers and I play the role of a marshal. Oh. I just couldn't change uh, change professions. I couldn't go from a lawman to, to a robber. So Makes sense. I designated myself as a marshal and that's what I do in the shows now. Excellent. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, now, now, what brought you to Williams? I came here as police chief in 1985. Oh, okay. Oh, and so, where did you come from? There you go. I came from Missouri. Missouri, okay. Missouri. So how did you first learn of Williams? Oh, I had known of Williams for a number of years. I first traveled through here in the in my uh, youth going to uh, the Grand Canyon and, and uh, places with my family and then uh, came back and came back and never realizing that someday I would live here. But finally, the uh, opportunity arose and here I am and I'm happy for it. Okay. Wow. And... In 33 years of uh, being a police chief here, was there any big incidents? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm not native to Arizona, so I'm not I familiar. guess you'd have to determine in one's own mind what a big incident is. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure, uh, sure. That's uh, why I asked. For uh, Williams, what's a big incident? <laughs> you, you go out to the big steakhouse and eat to some, that's a, that's a huge deal. And others go to McDonald's and eat, and that's a big deal for them. So <laughs> sure, sure. suppose yeah, uh, in the any eye big the event would be in the eyes of the person who participated in that event. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are All there right. a lot of ranches around the outskirts? Yeah, we have a lot of ranches. Um, uh, we're big cattle country. Okay. Uh, we've got, got some nice ranching. Ranching and forest service, that's probably our two biggest things other than tourism. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the, the farthest away person that you've ever met? Here. Oh, I don't know. You mean live the furthest away? Yeah, yeah the, the that person that, that visited here that lived the furthest away. Oh, my goodness. I don't know because I don't know how far away things are. But I know <laughs> if you look on our walls in my saloon here, you'll see dollar bills that people sign and put up on the wall. And they oh, come yeah. from, from everywhere, from South Africa, Russia, all, all over the world so I don't know I guess we could go in there and try to find out <laughs> which country's the furthest away but we get them from all over the world literally wow wow that's um, there, there's a place uh, out in uh, Tortilla Flat out in, uh, out in eastern Arizona there that, uh, that the, the story was that the miners would tape a dollar bill to the wall so that uh, they would always have tomorrow's drink just in case they didn't make any money that day. They would at least be able to go in and, and buy a beer. So that's a great tradition to, to keep carrying on. I'm glad someone's heard that story besides me because I tell people that and they question my veracity in telling the truth. So. But, uh, that's kind of the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I, you know, uh, as I was, uh, when I walked into the, to the bar looking for you, because uh, John, you're a, you're a distinctly rememberable man, and uh, and I think that that's a great thing. 
for because of who you are. Uh, but uh, but when I walked into the bar, I was just standing around, kind of kind of scanning the room, you know, trying to find you, and uh, get my eyes adjusted, and um, it got quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> You could kind of hear people thinking he's not from around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought. Yeah, they, uh, uh, they're really a good bunch of people. Oh, what I yeah. really enjoy about being here and being in this particular location and having this particular business is because it's really great fun to watch the tourists and the uh, uh, locals intermingle and talk. Okay. One night we had 16 different countries in that little around that bar, and uh, wow. not everyone could speak English and not everyone could speak any language. But through ones that could speak and a little bit of this and a little bit of that, the interpretation. We had a great night that night. Had a lot of fun. How fun! So what happens here in the middle of this courtyard here? Well, uh, besides no. eating, because we got we got picnic tables. Yeah, well, we do a, we do a lot drinking. of eating. We do a lot of steaks and barbecue ribs. But if you look up there and see that stage, we have music in the summer every night. We have oh. music up there playing. Uh, we have a lot of uh, cowboy characters come through, uh, hang out here, and then sometimes we do cowboy shows out here. We have a. Uh, uh, Oh, I don't like to call them shoot-ups. I like to call them Wild West, wild west shows, but they are shoot-em-ups. So that's that's what it is, and fun, and people like like it. And, and Does we do anybody get shot off of the building? You know, like the old cowboy movies, and yeah, we do that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we uh, every now awesome, and then do man. that. That sounds like great fun. Oh man, I tell you what, just uh, it's just pure entertainment. I, I love that. Uh, uh, being able to laugh and that's an amazing story about being around the bar uh, you know uh, there there are, there are times in life when you can tell that the, the humanity of people you know people ask what's the difference between a bar and a saloon huh? what's what is the difference between a bar and a saloon right a saloon's got swinging doors <laughs> uh, <laughs> Makes sense. So that's e- easier to get thrown out of. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> nice, nice. But you know that that um, that that's probably the a really interesting thing that you've got to experience in in all of your lines of work. Probably is uh, is just experiencing the humanity of people, whether sometimes not so good, but mostly mostly. The you know what I've side. learned in my life about people, all people. Yeah. From no matter where you come from, whether you're from Russia, China, America, wherever you're from, wherever people are from, they are just people. And their own interest is in raising their families and making a living. Um, That's what people want to be and want to do. Mm -hmm. I've learned that over the years. No Mm -hmm. No matter what culture, no matter what country, no matter anything, that's all people care about is making a living and enjoying life and raising her family. Right, right. What is one of, um, tell, tell us about Williams. I mean, what was it that attracted you 30 or probably, you know, years ago when you decided to move here? What attracted you? Well, I can't Besides say. Besides the job. Yeah, I can't <laughs> say at that time it was really Williams. I, I, I lived in Missouri, and I wanted to, my wife and I wanted to come to Arizona, 
Williams happened to be the place that we landed. Uh, uh, but once I got here and got settled in, at that time the town was pretty dead. I. 40 had just bypassed the town. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what was year was that? 1984 is when I-40 went out around Williams okay. when okay. they first opened it. It was a big celebration. Bobby Troop was here. This was the last town on I-40 to be bypassed. Oh. So um, uh, it was a sad day. Uh, uh, and I wasn't here that day, but... Um, trucks and cars use this street right out here and and all of a sudden they opened i-40 and it was like the twilight zone i was told wow. so uh but after we got here and worked here a while grew to like it now i don't want to be any place else so it grew from there to be more tourist to relive the history of the route 66 tradition yeah right in a lot of towns and you've been along i-40 i'm sure and there's still mm -hmm. some great towns along i-40 but i think if you're explore this town you'll find that it's the best of all of them and it's because we have kept cowboy history alive yeah. we have kept route 66 alive mm -hmm. it's a town that that you can come to and kind of step back into yesteryear uh, and i hope it's always that way and and you can step into yesteryear but within different segments of yesteryear like for example i mean we're in the middle of the wild west right now right and we we go a block, what direction is that, north? That's north, yeah. Yeah, we go a block north, and we're in the 1950s. Right. You know, with Elvis Presley yeah. and, and, and Street Rods. Or even the and, 40s with the Hudson over there. Yeah, or, or you could go into the 40s with gas that old station. gas station. Yeah. yeah, you see, I like to think of it as as we travel through town from the, from the west going east, there's the mountain man area, then you get oh, yeah. into the... You get into the 50s and, and in the cowboy area in the Wild West. It's all right here. Yeah. And I hope we always preserve that. Yep. That is interesting that you can kind of go through the kind of like the layers of history through, you just, through Williams. You, you can find it all here if you, uh, uh, well, if you go into the Longhorn Saloon that we were just talking about, you can see the dollar bills on the wall. That's old time stuff. You can see, uh, if you go into the steakhouse, you can see... Uh, uh, the 1950s and 60s cowboy era where the, where the movie stars were and that type yeah. of stuff. So uh, that's what it's all about. The Bill Williams Mountain Men ride out of here every year, horseback to Phoenix. Oh, right. really? Down the Arizona Trail? Yeah, and they, uh -huh. and they are a, a famous group of people. They've attended most presidential inaugurals and, and everything, and they leave here in the buckskins and, and uh, just like they did in the old days. That's so fantastic. it's all here. Uh, this is a town that hadn't lost yet. As long as I get to be around, I'm going to try to help and make sure we don't lose it. Ah, uh, there you Definitely. go. So, do you guys ever, I don't know, I, I, like did the mayors of small towns in Arizona ever get together and like, talk about how to keep things alive? Or? Oh, yes, we do. We have a group uh, we're called, uh, it's a mayor's organization, and we, we get together and... and uh, talk about things with common interest to us mm -hmm. and how we can better promote particularly northern Arizona oh, yeah. okay. that goes from Fredonia, Flagstaff, Prescott, all this area. Okay. I have yet to venture to Seligman. Great town, Seligman. Really? Oh, uh, great I mean, town. You talk about Route 66, that is Seligman, you know, the, the folks down there, if you get a chance, you ought to make a trip over there. Stop by the ice cream shop to check it out. Just check it out. It's uh, 
like it was. I got to tell you a story about Sligman. Oh, the guy please, that owned, yeah. the, owned the, uh, the ice cream shop there. Uh, I came through here in the 60s, and uh, he's a jokester. He's passed away now, but his family still runs it. But he was a jokester, and they got doorknobs on each side of the door. You got to go down there and see it to understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. But, uh, it sounds exciting uh, already. I stopped there in 19, whatever year it was. I hitchhiked across Route 66 right after high school. No uh, from Missouri. Kidding. From Missouri. I, I didn't make the whole trip. I wanted to go. I, I can't remember exactly why I didn't, but somewhere needles are along in there. I turned off and went another way. But long story short, I stopped there at that ice cream shop, and the gentleman in there, was. we were having a good time kidding and cutting up. Um, 20 years later, 20 years later, I come back. By then, I've got a family and, and uh, I'm coming to, to Williams, Arizona. And I walked in, the guy looked up, say, hey, it's a boy from Missouri. I was, no way. I was so impressed with that, that, that uh, he remembered that. Wow. Uh, of course, I remembered him because that was a, 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 to me, that was a big deal. But for him to remember me, it was really a cool Considering the thousands of people that probably right. have come through right. between that 20-year period. Right. He yeah. just, That's that amazing. quick. So. I, I told you, John, you're, mem you're memorable. You're remarkable, <laughs> buddy. Quite, quite an interesting thing. Cheers to you. Let's, let's get a clank in there. There you go. Oh, Stephanie. There you go. Yes. Got some planks in there. Are you a homeowner? Are high electric bills busting your budget? Well, do what I did and call Charlie Miller with Argent Solar, 623-734-6011. Argent Solar has an A-plus rating with the BBB and zero complaints with the Arizona Registrar of Contractors. Save money by harnessing the power of the sun. Call Charlie Miller, 623-734-6011. So you mentioned about how, you know, the layers of history are evident here. What do you think is something that really makes Williams stand out and makes people want to come here? What made you want to come here and do this interview? It's, well, I'll it's tell quaint you. And in 2004, we came up here to ride the railway. To ride to the Grand Canyon on to the To ride train. to the Grand Canyon. And, uh, and and then I found out that there was some nostalgia with Route 66. I didn't know that ahead of time. And then we came up here and we enjoyed it. And then um, we came up with my parents. Uh, 2004, yeah. My, Before my, Savannah was born. My parents were from North Carolina, very rural, small town, and my dad always loved small towns. And, and the Wild West. And the Wild West. Because he grew up in the 50s. Yeah. So being here was just a treat for him. And so we kind of just fell in love with this area as well. Did Enjoying I talk the people. to your dad about Maggie Valley up in North Carolina? Possibly. <laughs> you may have even met him when we were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, what, 14 years ago. We love Maggie so Valley. So, 14, 15, I don't know what you were doing back then. But I was working on the train as a marshal. Oh, right that was, you probably were. Oh, there was a guy goodness. who There was a guy who uh, sang, mm -hmm. and he sold CDs. Mm -hmm. Well, there's 20 of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember. But my father-in-law just loved to hear and, all and that and you ask music. about it yeah that's why they come they come people come 
for Grand Canyon Railway. Mm -hmm. They come for Verizona. Yeah. They come for Route 66. They come for things just like we're discussing here to sit down and talk. How many towns can you go to and sit down and talk to the mayor no matter exactly. how big or how Some, small? Uh, and, and, and I can't vote um, for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but that's why people come. People come yeah. here because Williams, Arizona, is genuinely happy to have tourists here. We yeah. like our tourists, and we want them here. And not only myself, but our whole, most of our whole community is that way. We're glad you came to see us. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, uh, I'm. We're glad. I don't to think all towns learn are that about way. It. Yeah, I think you're right. And yep. I think that's palpable here, that you can feel that, you know, you're just welcomed. Yeah. And and you can pretty much be from anywhere, and, you know, that doesn't mean much other than you have a different story to tell. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. You can't, you can't just walk into, I can't go into Phoenix and say, hey, guess what I'd like to do? I'd like to meet with you. <laughs> and, and her say, I, well, I'll be over at the bar in about 10 minutes. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's the way it is here in Williams, Arizona, and that's the way it should be everywhere. It should be that we, we don't, we've lost a lot mm. in, Preach in, it. In, in our culture. People mm-hmm. are so busy and got so much to do, or at least they think they do, that they don't have time to interact and, and be families anymore. Right. So Yeah. That's yeah. one reason why Rob and, and Aaron started this podcast, because they want to hear and listen and tell people's stories. I, w- I wanted to give people a means for them to tell their story, a, a place where they could tell their story and, and you know, share what makes Arizona great to them, because Arizona is a great state. You know, this Arizona, you can go up to Flagstaff at certain times of the year and snow ski, drive down to... Bullhead City and water ski on the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, same yeah. Day. the same day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. That that talks about the diversity in Arizona. Uh, uh, you can go out and hunt big game, being elk and deer and stuff yep. like that, or you can go down to Phoenix and go to the opera. Yeah. I mean, we we've, we've got it all in Arizona, but Williams has that little niche. Yeah. That nothing else in Arizona's got. And that's why we are getting more and more popular. And that's why we probably, we don't want to see the big old box stores and the big old. Sure. Uh, uh, let them be up the road. We'll, we'll drive up to there. That's and, right. And, when you ever want to go there. Right. So uh, yeah, I, that's what makes Williams a good place to come. I like, like Bisbee. Bisbee's a great town. Another very interesting town. Bisbee's a great town. Very interesting town. Tombstone, the town too tough to die. (laughs) A very interesting town. Uh, I like those bits of Arizona that are not just Arizona, but they're Americana. Well, and they've maintained that Americana culture. Look, you know, Tombstone, Arizona, I like to think of, of Williams, Arizona as a northern Version? Version of Tombstone. <laughs> I, like I mean, it. that's yeah. down south. White Earp was there. Uh, uh, I don't know if White Earp was ever here or not, but there were cowboy characters and marshals and, uh-huh. and people here similar to that. Maybe they didn't get in the movies like White Earp did in later years, but uh, they were here. Okay. That makes me think of a question. Yep. Have there been any real famous celebrities over the years that have either lived here or that 
you've entertained here? No, there's there's some that live here. I'm He's sure. breaking out his iPhone. Um, <laughs> uh, Matter of fact, this is my 1880s telegraph. Uh, <laughs> exactly. We've gone back in time with texting, haven't we? There, uh, there's a neat picture. I'll just show you. That's uh, that's the Santa Claus at Polar Express on the oh, Grand Canyon Railway. Wow. Isn't that a cool picture? Oh, wow. Looks like Santa's look, and Mrs. Santa's. Look, look that, at all the, look at all the uh, Santa's. That's, he uh, knows Santa Claus, annoying ladies and well, gentlemen. But that's, I just ran across that as I was going to show you. That's great. You asked me the question is, uh, there's a pretty good group that's coming on right now. They're a band out of Nashville. They're called Sheridan Hill. They lived okay. here. Oh, they lived here? Yeah, they, they lived here in town, played many nights of music here. Wow. Nice. That's great. You know what's nice about, probably for bands, uh, I got a friend of mine, uh, Josh Roy. He plays uh, really good country music. Guys, he's getting his start out. I'm not, would it be all right if I told him to come on uh, to, to call you? Yeah, I'll and, put him uh, to work. Yeah, right, right, right there <laughs> yeah. on the stage. Well, He'd love what, it. What's neat about this is that the exposure that you offer to musicians or people like that is international exposure. They go all over. They go everywhere. I've yeah. had some that work here and work on the train. I do the train entertainment also that have gone on the big time. Here's just a, a picture that I thought was pretty cool. That's myself and one of the old, uh, one of the old time cowboys that has been here forever. Oh wow! wow. He's What's now, his name? His name's Buster. Buster. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good cowboy. That's the only name he needs is Buster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Buster comes around once in a while and, and uh, uh, says hello. That's great. And he still lives in this area. Yeah, he's he can't get out much anymore, but he's still around. Okay. And, and, uh, here's a here's a celebrity you might know in between us here. Uh, Queen Latifah. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, uh, 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 Sarah Palin. Oh, is that Miss Sarah Palin? Yes, it is. Holy cow. It is. There you go. Fact. She's been by a couple of times. We get a lot of, uh, I love that lady. We get, she's really cool. We get a lot of, um, a lot of celebrities, a lot of movie stars, uh -huh. race car drivers, uh, oh, neat. Uh, people. And, and another thing about that that makes it neat, they can come here, they can go in the saloon. We don't go to a whole lot of trouble to point out, hey, that's so-and-so. Right, right. Pretty right. soon, by intermingling with the guests and stuff, they fit right in. And, and uh, some come back and come back and come back again because they were treated. Uh, uh, they, they were treated like human beings? Right. And, and, uh, and, and, and like yeah. normal normal people? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah we Weird. Get, we get a lot of celebrities. That's great. That's you awesome. know, that, that's, to me, the flavor of Williams is yes. it's down to earth. Yeah, and you can you can be yourself, and that's okay. And, and I you, think uh, you saw some of our local people when you were in there. They don't, you know. We see so much of, of in the tourism industry. I mean, you could be a huge star. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, you're just a person. To us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, uh, as my uh, as my dad would say. Uh, you put your pants on Same one leg at a time. Daddy, one leg at a time. Yes, sir. That's the way we all do. That's right. Put our britches right. on one leg at a time. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, I don't want to take any much more of your time. All right. I, uh, I appreciate you, so you spending the time with us, Mr. Mayor. 
thanks for the beers. You're so yeah. welcome. Uh, Again, I owe you one. We'll have uh, another one. You guys okay. come up this summer when it's active and we'll hang out. That oh, sounds great. All right. That sounds this like a plan. be a lot of fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This has been Rob Lamb with my guest host. Stephanie Lamb. And the mayor of Williams, Mr. John W. Moore. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Have a wonderful day. Hey, this is Rob Lamb. Welcome back to Sponsor Spotlight from the Not So Native Podcast. I'm Rob Lamb. I'm Aaron Bailey. We're going to check in with Charlie Miller from Argent Solar. Ar Charlie, tell me, how long have you been doing solar and why did you get into solar? Tell me the backstory. I've been doing solar in Arizona for 11 years. The reason I like solar is there's 300 days of sun in Arizona. Um, amazing amount of it's sun. an amazing amount of sun I retired from another whole career didn't like retirement and decided an industry to go into went to a few home shows realized the value of solar nice nice so what what makes you and, and ultimately Argent solar what makes you guys special number one a lot of experience number two we do everything ourselves nothing is subcontracted architecture, design, installation, service. We do it right every time, okay? And we service people when they need it. You can buy a solar system and have the nicest fellow come around, but if it breaks, you want someone there in 24 hours that is gonna take care of that problem. And by the way, it's under warranty. You've got long warranties on these things. But every day you're not working, you're losing power. So with that kind of longevity, that kind of dedication, you know, obviously you're probably a registrar of contractors. We have been registered with the registrar of contractors since 2007. Not even one single complaint in all the years has been, has been registered with the registrar of contractors. We do it properly my boss will not have complaints that's awesome that's awesome so because you do things that way how, how do you how do you get your business 80 percent reference 80 percent of your business comes from references uh, we explain what needs to happen we do the analysis with the customer sitting next to us and they know before I leave what their new bills are going to be, what their savings is going to be, and it's going to be that way. It's production versus usage. How, how do you how do you sit with the customer? I mean, what do you what do you mean by that? Like, are you are you looking at their electric bills? What are I, you? Yes, we're sorry, Rob. What I ask them for is twelve months of electric bills. Okay. Their last twelve months. Okay. We then show them a system after we know the orientation of their house. Uh -huh. A system that's going to make that power. Then they decide that they want to make 80%, 90%, 100%. Mm. 
with the way the utilities are doing things right now, 100% is the way to go because they buy energy back. If you export more than you use, you get paid for it. So there's no bad thing about going a little too large. If you go a little too small, not too bad either, but you're going to have a bigger bill with your power company. So with with net metering, you know, you hear a lot about it, right. especially if someone's doing the research, lives in one of these sunny states like Arizona, California. Right. You're doing your research, you're trying to figure out this net metering, you hear a lot back and forth, back and forth. How does solar work? All right, number one, net metering is no longer available. It was for all the years I sold solar until last year, okay? Today, you get an export fee. So under net metering, it was dollar for dollar credits. Mm. At the end of the year, you only got about two cents for your excess. Mm. Now, any exported energy is worth 11.6 cents. So every month that you overproduce, you get 11.6 cents for it. <laughs> okay? Well, it sounds like kind of like a no-brainer, Charlie. Well, wait a minute, though. You're okay. going to overproduce the first five months of the year for sure. Now you've got negative bills. Mm -hmm. Now comes July, August, September in Arizona. You're going to underproduce. Okay. You're now using air conditioning 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. okay, and your days are starting to get shorter. Okay. Now you'll get another bill. But I'd be able to show you what your bill to the power company is going to be in a 12-month period. That's frankly amazing. I know that both Aaron and I have solar on our houses, and we've, we've seen these reductions in our bills. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I can't tell you how much you've really helped my family and I. I use your solar. I use Argent Solar. I, if people wanted to get in contact with you, what number should they call? 623-734-6011. And that is directly to me. That's to your cell phone? That's to my cell phone. Say that number again. 623-734-6011. And remember, after I do the system, you still have my cell phone number. That's awesome. Tell people that you heard it from here on Not So Native Podcast. Thank you very much, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Do you want to learn more about solar energy and how to harness its power? Check out CaseArizona.com. The Conservative Alliance for Solar Energy is a nonprofit organization focusing on educating Arizona homeowners on the benefits of residential rooftop solar and renewable energy. Check them out at casearizona.com. That's C-A-S-E-A-R-I-Z-O-N-A.com. Thank you for joining us here at the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time.